There is nobody that learns Gula Moshiach, which obviously includes the Sikhis of the Dvar Malchus and the Bsura Sagula, that is not familiar with the Sefer Yalkut Shemoini. Yalkut Shemoini is quoted in Ois Aleph, Ois Beis, and it just continues to be quoted in all many, many of the Oisiois of the Bsura Sagula mainly because of the famous Remez that's in Yeshaya, Remez Tov Tzadik Tes. Before we discuss the Rebbe's Uftu in the Yalkut Shemoini, today, as I was thinking about this year, I actually decided to do some research. Who is the author of Yalkut Shemoini? Who is the Shemoin? Yalkut Shemoini means the gathering of sources by someone named Shimon. Who is the original Shimon of the Yalkut Shimoini? Who is he? We know like Medrash Tanchuma is by the famous Tzadik Tanchuma. So who is the who is the author of the Yalkut Shimoini? So we started looking up different sources and it comes out that there's actually an interesting debate like everything in Yiddishkeit, who is the original Shimoin of the Yalkut Shimoini? There are those that want to say that we know that Rashi had a Talmud, his name was Yosef Kara, not Yosef Karo, the one that was the Mechaber of the Shulchan Aruch, but his name was Yosef Kara, and he was very into Diktuk, he was very into Pirush, and he actually had a very famous uncle. His name was Menachem Kara, which he was Mekabal a lot, and he's quoted Rashi and his, uh, the which are Rashi's Eneklach, were very influenced by the teachings of this Menachem. So this Yosef had a father, and his name was Shimon Kara. And according to some of the people that are, do the research on the sources, they say that he was the Malakit of the Yalkut Shemoini. That's up for debate. There's a lot of people that refute that. The general consensus is that the original Shemoin was uh, the first famous Rav in the famous city of Frankfurt. They had a famous Rav, his name was Shimon Hadarshan. And Frankfurt Bechlal has a history of many, many Groyser Rabonim. And the Baal Hafla was the Rav of Frankfurt. There's a lot of Choshva Jewish history in the city of Frankfurt. The first well-known Rav documented from Frankfurt was a Yid. His name was Shimon Adarshin. Most people, the consensus is that he was the Malakit of the Yalkut Shemoini. He put together all these Midrashim which there are some Midrashim that were lost, and the only source for these in Yonim are actually from the Yalkut Shemoini. He wrote things in a way of Remez, in other words, they are the Muslim on the Parshis and the Nevi'im, and that's who the accepted Bala Melakit of the Yalkut Shemoini. Now when the Gulf War came out, there was a Yid, I think his name was Aaron Klein. And he 
actually was involved with the 770 and the Rebbe's in Yonim. There's, he's famous, he bought the Rebbe a Becher, which had on it Yomim Ayimei Melech Toisif, that the Rebbe would use Zman Zman, maybe by the Seder, other times a very special present that he bought for the Rebbe. And he, if I'm not mistaken, he found this Yalkut Shemoyni when it came to the Gulf War. He put it up in 770, and the Rebbe walked by on the way up, you know, I think it was hung where they put the invitations by the back stairs. And the Rebbe saw it, and the Rebbe started being mefalful in this Yalkut Shemoyni. This is the, this Yalkut Shemoyni landed in Lubavitch, but it didn't just land. The Rebbe, a lot of people, they say that this is based on a certain medrash. The Rebbe was saying that they were Pashat prophesizing the Yalkut Shemoyni was this Tkufa. Everyone knows what happened. What happened was the Pashtus, that Iraq invaded Kuwait, which was a place of a lot of oil, and uh, Saddam Hussein was a Russia Mirusha, and threatening Eretz Yisrael, and the Yidin got very scared, and they wanted to actually get involved, and America amassed a massive coalition of many nations, including Arab nations, and they told Eretz Yisrael to stay out of it, and they were going to take care of it for you, and they started Operation Desert Storm, and they basically threw out Saddam Hussein from Kuwait. He threatened missiles, and he sent 39 missiles, which Baruch Hashem, nobody was killed. There was tremendous nisim of the time, when Melech HaMashiach was telling everybody, don't be afraid, so the Rebbe started quoting this Yalkut Shemoyni, which says that the year that Melech HaMashiach is going to be revealed, so the Malchei Umay Yisraelim are going to fight with each other, and the Melech Poras, which we know that the old Bavel is really Iraq, and that whole Iran-Iraq area, that was the you know, the Poras, etc. They're going to fight with the Melech Arvi, and the Melech Arvi is going to go to Aram to get an Eitz, and everyone's going to be upset, and Yidin are going to be all nervous. What are we going to do? And the announcement's going to come and say, don't worry, don't be afraid, don't be nervous, I'm doing this for you. What you have to remember is, that's what you have to take from this whole thing. And that Melech HaMashiach will be oimed al gag beis and he will tell the Yidin igiyaz man Now it's interesting that in the pshat of the Yalkut Shemoyni, most people didn't connect these two midrash. They're one after each other. No one thought that it was a hemshech. The Rebbe put it together. That it's almost like this is the same thing, even though I'll peep shat, two different inyonim. But the Rebbe combined them together. Now, right away, when the Rebbe came out with this, it was obviously a very, very big shturim. But there are those that want to say that it doesn't fit because Kuwait didn't go to Aram. Kuwait went to America. How can we say that America is the country that came to protect? How could you say that this is what the Medrash is talking about if America is not Aram? And that's why you find that in Surah Sagula Beis, in Haaretu, the Rebbe brings down that there's another girsa. 
that the girsa and the psikto is not aram, but rather the Rebbe bolds to edoim. Edoim is the, so to speak, the Christian power of the world, which that would be the America of today. That would be the continuation of edoim. And basically, if Aram is switched to Edoim, it starts making sense. And then the Rebbe kept on explaining and being medayik if the announcement happened and will happen. And a lot of people ask, how come the Rebbe, one of the questions, one of the statements is that Moshiach will stand on Gag Beis Amikdash and he'll announce and say, Anovi Migiyuz Mangul And Shabbos Parshish Chayesorah Tov Aleph. The Rebbe explained, again, it's in Surah Sagula, Ois Hei, page 8, Ha'ore 8, where the Rebbe says that Gag Beis Amikdash really means Chutzlaretz, that Mashiach, after Mashiach comes, you don't need anyone to, add, to announce that Mashiach is coming. So Gag Beis Amikdash means in Chutzlaretz, or like the Rebbe says, that Beis Rebbeinu Shebebavel, and it's compared to a roof. In other words, it's not as Kodesh as the actual Beis Hamikdash. And it's only from there that Mashiach will announce, And people ask, why did the Rebbe feel that he should explain that Dafke and Chayesora? Why months later? And the answer is really very simple. Because by that Fabrengen, the Rebbe actually said, and it's, it's actually in the introduction to the Psura Sagula the Bilti Muga, the Rebbe says, being that we're waiting for the announcement that in love is mangul so now we're being machriz, higiyaz mangul take it from Yad Mamish. The Rebbe say, you were waiting for this announcement? The announcement is here. We've been speaking about this announcement that's coming. We've been talking about it. Well, the announcement is here. Melech HaMashiach is Oyim V'edagag Beis HaMikdosh and he's telling Klau Yisrael Yigiyaz Mangul Aschem. So obviously there must have been people that were thinking, I don't know if they verbally said, but they probably were thinking in their minds. How could that be? How could the Rebbe's announcement be the announcement of Mashiach Al-Gag Beis HaMikdosh if we see the Rebbe sitting in his chair? We don't see the Rebbe standing on any rooftops of Gag Beis HaMikdosh. And that's when the Rebbe explained to us that Gag Beis Hamikdash does not mean the rooftop of a Beis Hamikdash. You don't have to climb to any rooftops. Moshiach doesn't have to, you know, make any uh, drastic uh, climbing. But rather, in from Chutzlaretz on Befrat Beis Rabbeinu Shebebovel, that is the announcement's going to come forward. And by the Rebbe, this Yalkut Shemoyni was not just being meramiz on this tkufa, but that was defining the tkufa of Shona Shemelech HaMashiach Niglaboi, that that year, like the Rebbe said, the famous Sikha Yud Gimel Ir, Tav Shonon Aleph, where the Rebbe says that Nesih Dereinu was Mashiach on Ereshoi Nisgale Bechol HaToykif, that Mashiach, Nesih Dereinu was Mashiach, and he's been revealed. In other words, it's the year that Melech HaMashiach Niglaboi, that doesn't mean that the Geula came, but it's a year that the world has now come to recognize Melech HaMashiach. Shana Shemelech HaMashiach Niglaboy. It's a year that Moshiach and the Pulas of Moshiach have started. Tov Shinon Aleph started the year. Arenu Nefloys was a Shana Shemelech HaMashiach Niglaboy.